0: two sports cores. A podcast where a Chicago sports broadcasting pioneer and a national legal expert get into the legal goings of sports. And now your host Chet Cobbpic and Lester Munson.
1: Sports court time once again, how you doing everybody? I'm Chet Kopic along with uh, ESPN legal Legal, Lester Munson as we uh, break down the games people play. Sports Court, of course, brought you away by my great friend John Coyne and the marvelous people at American Taxi, Chicago's prime time suburban taxi service. Lester, first of all, uh, before we delve into uh, legal issues involving Barry Bonds and Jerry Sandusky, uh, you're in charge of calling up Brooks Boyer, the director of marketing for the Chicago White Sox, and uh, telling Brooks that uh, given the fact that uh, Kenny Williams has invoked the R word, said we are rebuilding in 2012, that the White Sox slogan for the upcoming season should be, uh, don't bother, call us in two years.
0: Uh, that's exactly what the saying ought to be. They they try for a new slogan every year. I never have liked them, but, of course, I am a Cub fan. and I don't like much about the White Sox. But this trading Santos, using the word rebuilding, I don't understand what they're doing there. Something has gone wrong, uh, probably at the Reinsdorf level. They have decided... On a whole different approach to uh, baseball on the south side.
1: But why, if you're Kenny Williams, Stanford graduate, longtime general manager, you know your fan base is fragile. You barely drew two million last year. You lost a great deal of money. Why, in the name of Shoeless Joe Jackson? Why, in the name of early win? Why, in the name of God, would you use the word rebuilding at the winter meetings, where all you're supposed to do is convey joy and optimism?
0: That's exactly right. And I think as I watched that interview, uh, as soon as he said the word rebuilding, he tried to start backtracking from it, Mm -hmm. but there's no hope for that. Rebuilding is rebuilding. Every Sox fan knows what that means. And now they're going to start planning fishing trips instead of going to sell your field.
1: From my perspective, Lester, it means I won't be buying tickets to see all the tattooed broads. The U.S. Cellular Field this summer.
0: (laughs) You're going to miss that. Absolutely. And the fights in the men's room. All
1: right. Barry Bonds, uh, very shortly to be sentenced. This has been going on for almost a decade. Back in 2004, you and I thought uh, he was a lock to wind up uh, in the orange jumpsuit. Does Bonds do any prison time?
0: That's a good question, Chet. Uh, The sentencing is coming up uh, on the 16th. It's on a Friday morning. The judge has set aside one hour for the sentencing. Everybody who has been in the same predicament that Bonds is now in received some form of probation. Uh, However, as I watched the end of the trial and as I watched some of the maneuvers since the trial was over, I'm seeing in the judge uh, a different attitude. Instead of showing her scorn for the prosecution and for these agents wasting her time with a steroids case. She is now very tired of Bonds. She's very tired of his lawyers. And she, I think she may be considering a small period of jail time, probably 30 to 60 days. The, the probation people who investigate everything and make a recommendation, they are saying home confinement. Poor Barry. He would be confined to his home of 8,000 square feet with 11 bathrooms. <laughs> what would he do all day? Um, but I'm thinking there's a chance for jail time. The prosecutors agree with this. We shall see.
1: If Bonds were to skate, would we have to put Bud Seelig on suicide watch, <laughs> keep him away from sharp objects?
0: Uh, what would push him to the suicide watch would be Bond saying, I'm ready to play again. That, that, that's what Selig is worried about. He doesn't want some general manager somewhere saying, I can use a 47-year-old designated hitter who can still hit it out of the park.
1: Let me ask you this question. If you're uh, Virginia McCaskey and you own uh, the Chicago Bears, or if you're a member of the uh, McCaskey family, if you're the board of directors, the brass up at Hallis Hall, how disturbed are you right now with your general manager, Jerry Angelo, Fielding a a Caleb Haney as your quarterback in back to back ball games in which he's thoroughly embarrassed the franchise?
0: It's really very disturbing, especially if you're a member of that family, Virginia McCaskey or her kids, and you look back and see what his predecessor, Jerry Veneze, did. In the Ditka era, Mm -hmm. there, there was always a backup quarterback. Steve Fuller could play the position. Even Doug Flutie, for all of the turmoil around him, could play the position. Caleb Haney is not even Doug Flutie, much less Steve Fuller. And then behind Caleb Haney, they have nobody, and they overlook people who might be available to help them. Angelo... This is not the first time he screwed up this position, and you would think somebody would get tired of this in the McCaskey family.
1: Happy Valley, State College, Pennsylvania. If you're an attorney and you represent Jerry Sandusky and you are just dripping right now with with scandal, I mean, you look uh, beyond guilty. Are you advising your client in any way to say, all right, listen, we have lost. There's no way we can win this thing. Let's try and cut some kind of deal and hope for the best.
0: They must be considering that. However, this lawyer seems to be more interested. His name is Amendola. He's from State College. He seems to be more interested in getting his face on television than he is in helping Sandusky. Next Tuesday, there will be a so-called preliminary hearing. It's a very unusual procedure that is part of Pennsylvania law. The victims are going to have to come in and testify, and the prosecutors are going to have to show their case in its entirety. They have to make a showing that is above and beyond preliminary hearings in the other 49 states. So after they see the victims... Conceivably, Coach McQuarrie will testify because the victim in the shower incident is unknown. So they need somebody mm-hmm. to testify about that. After they see the victims, after they see McQuarrie, then Sandusky and his lawyer are going to have to say, wait a minute, can we defend this? Are we going to make things worse? What kind of a deal can we make?
1: When you hear uh, Sandusky uh, say that uh, he never spoke with Paterno about any of this, was never questioned by Paterno about any of this. As a lawyer, what's your reaction?
0: My action, my reaction is I don't believe him. I think he probably needs some level of psychiatric help. We all know that when Sandusky, quote unquote, retired in 1999, it was immediately after the investigation into his behavior in the previous year. So when Paterno retired him, as he, as Sandusky likes to say, something was going on there. There had to be some conversation. Maybe they can do all this with a wink and a nod and some sort of signal, but I don't think so. Paterno knew what was going on. He enabled it. He covered up for the guy. He tried to move the guy out of his little world the same way bishops would move priests around Mm -hmm. when they caught him, uh, and it just has not worked out, and now Paterno's on the hook uh, as well.
1: Why is it with uh, college football and basketball coaches? That once they achieve a certain level of success, we in the media deify them to the point. And uh, I would offer up Joe Paterno, Bob Knight, Dean Smith, Woody Hayes. Uh, the beat goes on. Bo Beckler. They become experts on world history, on politics, on uh, uh, American culture. We, we we turn these people into something they are not. Why do we? Why do we in the media make them into into creations who are so unique and so special that they talk down? To the rest of civilization.
0: That is one of the great paradoxes of American culture. There is absolutely no reason to deify these guys. They are one trick ponies. There's no question about it. They focus only on their games. When you think of these guys, Woody Hayes, Bob Knight, the whole crew, uh, you wonder why are we doing this? There's no other industrial. Culture that does this. It doesn't happen in India, China, Russia, Brazil. Somehow we think these guys are so good we pay them twice as much as we pay the president of the university. It makes no sense to me.
1: He is Lester Munson, the best at what he does. I'm Chet Kopic. This has been Sports Court brought to you by the great people at American Taxi. Remember, if you're in the suburbs, there's only one way to go for comfort, reliability, the right price, and courtesy, and that is American Taxi. Catch you next time around. So long, everybody.